and we're live on both TalkShoe and Anchor FM, our other sponsor, as you can get all of the Draftytopia content that you get on TalkShoe on Anchor as well, just in smaller doses, whereas TalkShoe, we're super in-depth, whereas Anchor, we just get straight to the point. <clears throat> we're live on both simulcasts, but NFL Combine, day three is in the books here. And the third day of the Combine happened. McTelvin Aguim, 498. Bray ran a 491. I still have a second round grade on him, even though his 40 time was underwhelming. Derek Brown at a 51640. But he did 28 reps in the bench press and had a very strong day. Josiah Coatney, 521. Kendall Coleman in a 496. Darian Daniels, 518. Marlon Davidson, 504. Carlos Davis had a 482. And Khalil Davis had a 475. Raquan Davis ran a 51340. Had did 24 reps in the bench press yesterday. AJ Epineza's 504 was underwhelming, but he did very well in the pass rush drills and the coverage drills at today's combine. Lecky Fotu's 515 was definitely underwhelming, to say the least. Neville Gallimore ran a 479 official. Garvin ran a 482. Gibson did not participate in the combine, but did 25 reps in the bench press yesterday. Jonathan Greenard did a 488. Gross Matos did 20 reps in the bench press. Didn't participate in the 40-yard dash, but still participated in other drills. Um, Devon Hamilton's 514, 40 time, 33 reps in the bench press. Ladarius Hamilton had a 489 with 27 reps. Alex Highsmith had a 470. Travon Hill had a 490. Benito Jones, a 526. Khaled Kareem did not participate in the combine, nor the bench press. Kinlaw did not participate in the combine, or the bench press, 40 time. Rashard Lawrence, 507. James Lynch didn't participate in the 40 time, did 23 reps. Matabuke had 483 and 31 reps in the bench press. I do have a third round grade on Murchison in a 505. Oquara didn't participate after doing 27 reps in the bench press. He didn't participate in the 40 time. Neither did John Penn Chauncey Rivers at a 497. Malcolm Roach at a 484. Very good time. 20 reps in the bench press. Alton Robinson ran a 469. 25 reps in the bench press. He did well in Mobile as well. Kadir Shepard, because Alton Robinson was the left in at Syracuse when Kendall Coleman was the right in. And Robinson showed he could line up and play on either side in Mobile. So I hold him in higher regard for that. Shepard a four eight three. James Smith Williams four six zero. Strobridge at a four eight nine. Twenty six reps. He's a defensive tackle in Mobile, and he was only like two fifty four or something back then. But he bulked up to two seventy five. Added either it was two sixty four or two sixty five, and he added that. Oh. Uh. Tooks, uh, 479. Broderick Washington did not participate in the combine. Wilkes had a 487. Raquan Williams, 504. Rob Windsor, a 490. Wanham, 473. Young did not participate in the 40 yard dash or the bench press or any of the combine drills because he's projected to go top five. And Jabari Zuniga, 464. Chase Young didn't work out. Derek Brown had a strong combine. He'll probably go top 10 in my next mock. Epineza had a rough combine, but he'll still be a first-round pick unless he has a bad pro day. 
I really don't see him falling past Atlanta unless he has an awful pro day. But there's always a possibility that Atlanta could take a defensive end in free agency and get a tight end to replace Austin Hooper through the draft if they were impressed with Colmet or Albert O on Saturday on the on Saturday on the first day of the combine like I was. Kinlaw didn't work out, but he dominated in Mobile. Gallimore and Davis did well. Kendall Coleman, Alton Robinson. Syracuse may have two day two pass rushers. Yetter Gross Matos looks like a day two pick. Alex Highsmith had a strong combine. He did well enough to move up boards, dominating coverage. Jason Strobridge did well in coverage after lining up as a 4-3 defensive tackle in Mobile despite being an edge rusher. Tuxa, North Dakota State, showed the ability to drop back into coverage too. NFL's getting rid of the bull rush, so rip and swim moves will be allowed. You're going to have um, power, speed power moves. They're simplifying the terminology of the game. But the bull rush will now be considered a penalty. But overall, it's going to be a deep defensive line class. And I see a lot of talented players on the defensive line in this group. Now we're going to break down the linebackers before we preview tomorrow's show and wrap things up. Joe Batchy had a 4 6 7, 26 reps on the bench press. His coverage was actually pretty good for someone on a short rest. Marcus Bailey didn't run the 40. Zach Bond had a 4 6 5, and he, he's great. In, his coverage was awful. His coverage, he was able to get, intercept passes that come his way. In Mobile, he didn't do that at the combine. Francis Bernard four eight one, Bituli had a four eight four, Sean Bradley had a four five one, and he showed some nice coverage. Jordan Brooks four five four, Cameron Brown four seven two, Chase Son did not participate in the bench press or the forty time. Nick Coe four eight nine, Carter Coughlin a four five seven. Akeem Davis Gaither was dealing with an injury, that's why he didn't work out. I'm guessing the same would be said with Troy Die. Divinity Jr. at a 4.85 and can play anywhere at linebacker. Tapia Galay did not participate. Cale Garrett had a 4.92, but he didn't do the bench press. Willie Gay Jr., 4.464, 21 reps, really impressed me. And is a guy I didn't start this year, but he checks a lot of the boxes on tape and could go as early as the fourth round. Dijon Harris, 4.69. Malik Harrison, 4.66. Kalik Hudson had a 4.56. Um, Anthony Jennings and Clay Johnston didn't participate in the 40 times, but Jennings is a guy who knows how to rush the passer. I've seen his tape, and I've seen what him and Terrell Lewis can do in Mobile. Azur Kamara had a 4-5-9. Jordan Mack didn't participate. Neither did Kamal Martin. Kenneth Murray had a 4-5-2, but he got injured after the first run. Dante Olsen, 4-8-8. Jacob Phillips, 4-6-6. Pinckney didn't participate. Quarterman had a mediocre 4-7-4. Patrick Queen had 4-5-0, but he got injured on his first run. Chappelle Russell, 4-6-9. Isaiah Simmons had that 4-3-9 and didn't run a second 40. Um, Struna had 4-7-4. Daryl Taylor Jr. didn't participate. Davian Taylor in a 4-4-9, and he looks like a guy who might move into the third round now. Casey Tuhill, 4-6-2. Josh Uche didn't participate in the combine. Mikel Walker, 4-6-5. Curtis Weaver, 4-8-4. Evan Weaver. Ver four seven six, Logan Wilson four six three, and David Woodard four seven nine. Murray and Queen both got injured during their forty times on their second runs. Isaiah Simmons only did one run, but he showed why he was a blue chip prospect. A lot of the linebackers did okay in coverage. A lot of the linebackers with high grades did not work did not run or did not work out due to injuries like Uche, Troy Die, guys like that. 
and there were at least line, 10 linebackers with four, six, sub 40 times. So I'm curious to see if the guys that ran good 40 times are going to get pushed up ahead of the guys that got injured because outside of Isaiah Simmons, who I have graded as a safety, not a linebacker, Kenneth Murray and Patrick Queen, it's a very thin linebacker group on paper. So I'm curious to see what's going to happen with these linebackers on day two because of that because there are some talented players that teams can get on day two of the draft at linebacker. While they're not blue chip caliber or Pro Bowl talents, they are talented players. And tomorrow you're going to have the defensive backs. We're going to see Jeffrey Okuda. And right now I'm looking at Isaiah Simmons and Okuda as the only potential options for the Detroit Lions at number three. Those are the only two players I could see the Lions taking third overall. And there's a reason why those two players are in play. I still think Burrow and Chase Young will be the first two selections. I'll probably mock Isaiah Simmons to the Lions at three just to be bold because the Lions are losing two of their three best free safeties. They're losing their backup free safety, um, and they're losing their starting strong safety. So for me, I would probably mock Simmons to the Lions as a strong safety with that number three pick because they can use him as an inside linebacker, an outside linebacker, or a strong safety. They could put him in multiple roles, and unless Okuda wows, and if Okuda wows me tomorrow, then he'll probably be third, but I'm looking at those two players and only those two players as potential fits for the Detroit Lions at three, because I just feel like Isaiah Simmons might be a better fit. I was never high on, I like Okuda in the top 10, I just don't like him at three, and with what I saw from Isaiah Simmons, he two-time Butkus Award winner. 439-40 time. Unless Okuda just has a better vertical. Okuda had like a 39-inch vertical too. So unless Okuda wows us tomorrow, I'm probably going to mock Isaiah Simmons to the Lions at three. Because I think that's the best player for them to take. If they're going to keep Darius Slay and Armani Wari and Justin Coleman, they should take Isaiah Simmons at three. And if they move on from Darius Slay, they should take... Okuda. I think that's really what this comes down to because if they trade a Slayer, they, I don't think they're going to release him. I think they'll either try to trade him and get another first-round pick or some premium deal, or they'll go with Isaiah Simmons at three, and then the Panthers would get their pick between Derek Brown and Okuda at seven. The Colts would get... I have the Colts taking Isaiah Simmons in my last mock, but he's not falling to 13, so... We'll really see what happens. It's going to be very interesting, to say the least, because Isaiah Simmons had some great moments on tape the last two years. This will wrap up a brief edition of the Draftytopia podcast. I'm Chris Ransom from Draftytopia. You can go to draftytopia.com slash nflcombinedday3recap.html to check out all the combine metrics, and as well as links to day one and day two of the combine if you missed anything. Day four of the Combine is tomorrow. You can also check us out on the Anchor FM app as well as TalkShoot. You can go back, listen to the episodes in the archives. And remember, if you like ScoreStream and you want to keep scores of your favorite teams, go to ScoreStream and download the app. I use the ScoreStream app to set up an MLS scoreboard for the beginning of the Major League Soccer regular season. And it's amazing. I can give you some scores from today's games. Dynamo and Galaxy tied. Rapids beat DC United 2-1.
Whitecaps and Sporting FC. Sporting Kansas City tied. The New England Revolution beat the Timbers 3-1. The Whitecaps beat Minnesota F United FC 2-1. So, again, those are just a few of the scores. DC United lost 2-1 to the Colorado Rapids. That was the first game that was on. And Atlanta United FC beat Nashville SC 2-1 to get their first one of the season. And tomorrow you'll get Columbus, New York City FC. New York Red Bulls face FC Cincinnati tomorrow. Seattle Sounders face Chicago Fire. Inter-Miami CF is going to face LAFC tomorrow. Uh, Portland Timbers face Minnesota United FC at 7.30 tomorrow. That will be after the NFL Combine, so I might actually get the chance to watch that game and give you my thoughts on the MLS as well as the defensive backs tomorrow. Because so, the next tomorrow's show is going to be at 11 p.m., even though the Combine ends at 7, so I'll probably watch that Timbers-Minnesota United FC game and then give you guys input on that as well as day four of the combine so just want to make sure everyone's taking it easy and i'm about to sign off so so long